Welcome back to the podcast that rocks. Weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. There you go. Even though there's a heat wave, you can still get your dad joke in. Oh, it's only 66 here. Okay, good. It was it was better here, too, because it rained super hard this weekend. Last week was the yep. brutal week, so I think that killed any sense of mm-hmm. spring that could have remained. But regardless, <laughs> I know you all come here for weather chat. I apologize. Of course. Hopefully you all are doing well. Please let me know on the fly right now if my audio sounds better because I figured out the problems last week. It was like a whole physical connection thing. So the audio should sound much cleaner and I should not be blowing out anyone's ears and it should not be all peaking and clipped and things like that. So please let me know in the chat if everything does sound okay and I could change it on the fly if it does not. And that was a whole big explanation as I see many faces popping in on YouTube and Twitch. Thank you all for joining us live. Always helps have a live audience for this type of stuff. Thank you for those who are listening on the podcast forums, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever they may be. Always helps to have an audience listening in as well. While we do have some visual things, I will do my best to explain everything that goes on in the podcast. And as always, if Ivan's dog has anything to say, or if Gretchen's dog Ivan has anything to say, Ivan will speak up and make sure his point Ivan opinion has his is- own dog now? Uh, you knew what I meant. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, to be fair, Chester is here right now. Okay, well, if Chester has anything to say, please let me know. Your mic is not yeah. blown out. Audio sounds fine. No loudness wars. Audio is good. Audio is improved. Okay, good. That's what I was hoping. I think I figured it out. I literally had to f- change physical connections to the computer. It was all a physical wiring thing, so... Everything should be set now. Again, apologize about that last week when we were talking about Blue Ridge Rock Fest and things like that. So the big news right now is what dropped today. And Gretchen saw a little bit of this. Not everything, I don't believe. Um, But I know she's aware of what's going on. As I cue this up to make sure, see if I can share the screen for everybody. Metallica has big old plans for their 30th anniversary of the Black Album. And that is not an exaggeration when I say big plans. The 30th anniversary will be a box set. And much like Deftones did for their 20th anniversary of White Pony, where they gave each song to a different artist to remix, Metallica has decided the Blacklist will be uh, literally a whole second album filled with different bands and artists covering songs from the Black album in their own way. You do it however you want. Not just a remix, but actually the other bands performing the Metallica songs from the Black album of 1991. That'll be released September 10th as a box set with the 30th anniversary deluxe edition of the Metallica self-titled album. So, but, and someone just said Metallica fans are easily triggered by anything Metallica does. Yes, but they also get excited about anything Metallica does too. So, and honestly, Very passionate. they are, and they have been disappointed many times. They have been ecstatic many times. And you know what? This is something to get excited about. This is a good thing, guys. And they're going to be playing festivals this fall. They have plans. You know what? They've already said they've been recording new music together throughout this year and last year, at the end of last year. Good things are coming from Metallica, guys. If you want to hear stuff, you're going to find out more and more as time goes on. But yeah, they have not been sitting idly by. They've been actually busy. So, many of you are probably wondering, well, what songs and stuff are they actually going to show? Or what's going to be covered? Well, we got a big old list. Keep in mind, this is going to be a huge huge list i think i want to say over 30 artists over 30 songs i should say over 50 artists that's what it is so many songs will be done more than once covered once so there was so much going on and we're going to give you the little breakdown let me pull this up so i can share the screen with all of you watching again on the audio forms i will be saying what it is and things like that as i go over here let's see if this is the right one no Center screen. I always have to do this for New Music Night. There we go. So, a lot of you probably can't see this super well, but I'll zoom in a little bit just for your viewing pleasure. I'm taking this from Blabbermouth, but it's been said across the whole thing. Also known as the Metallica Blacklist. There's so much. So, please let me know your thoughts in the chat as we go live, because I'm very interested to see what people, how people react to what's going to be said about each song, because there's a lot of surprises, a whole lot. Starting off, Alessia Cara and The Warning covering Enter Sandman. Mark DeMarco, Mac DeMarco covering Enter Sandman. Ghost entering Sand, covering Enter Sandman. 
I'm sure Gretchen's excited about that. I was about to say, that's that's the one that I had heard about. That's the only one I've heard about. Okay, Gretchen, please. Okay, do this. Um, Gretchen, you interject anytime you've heard of like the artist or album and you think they do a good job, okay? Okay. Whatever you've heard of someone or that. Wannis and her Sandman. A lot of these I have not heard of, just as a heads up, too. I have not heard of everyone doing all these. So they're really giving a lot. Mm-hmm. Rina Sawayama and her Sandman. That one I think could be impressive. That could be a fun one. Weezer and her Sandman. Oh. I, I'm, oh. A, I, I'm a wait and see with that <laughs> one, okay? Oh boy! I won't. It's gonna be a lot of Enter Sandman. Holy yes. moly! Oh yeah! Everyone's oh gonna yeah! Be tired of hearing it. Oh yeah! So there's gonna be a ton of these. Oh, then we're not even scratching the tip of the iceberg yet. But uh, for Weezer, I'll be wait and see. I won't crap on it right now. I'm not gonna hype it up. I'm just gonna say, okay, let's see what well, they have. I won't crap on it right now, but I will when I hear it. Weezer is what you're released an entire covers album not too long ago. And a couple of them were great, and a couple of them were lee. So, <laughs> lest we forget their cover like of Toto's sound. Africa that oh, dominated yeah. air radio. It did. Dominated. Everyone loved it. Yeah. To the point where no one could love it anymore. <laughs> it, it was overplayed, even by Weezer standards. So, you know what? And it wasn't bad either. It was not bad, but man, oh man, that was like a weird little viral thing that they did with that. <laughs> so... I'm not surprised they jumped on this one, so. Yeah. Sam Fender, Sad But True, Live. I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Jason Isbell, Sad But True. Mexican Institute of Sound featuring La Perla and Garamit MX. Sad But True. That was a mouthful. I have no idea what, what's <laughs> going on there. <laughs> Royal Blood, Sad But True. That one I think is interesting. I think they could do a good job with the two-person. St. Vincent, Sad But True. That's also interesting. Her St. Vincent giving her take on what Sad But True could sound like. So many versions of the same song. Oh my yeah, gosh. and that's the whole point, too. Ooh. White Reaper, Sad But True. <laughs> YB, Sad But True. Biffy Clyro, Holier Than Thou. That's Scottish accents on it i think that could work interesting i've gotten more into biffy clyro once i learned about them you know so the chats holier than thou sorry it keeps popping up like that the ads on blabbermouth are crazy the chats i'm not familiar with Mm. off holier than thou i have not heard of like hardly any of these i know pup holier than thou i'm excited about that one i'm a fan of pop canadian pop punk Corey Taylor, holier than thou. Are you saying Corey Taylor is holier than thou? Or no? I mean, I could tell him that. I'm sure I could make a joke out of that if I wanted to. <laughs> there you go again, trying to be holier than thou. Get it, Corey? Ugh. Yuck, 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 yuck. Cage the elephants, the unforgiven. I don't know how that's going to work. I, I, I'm not going to, again, like Weezer, I'm not going to like flush it down the toilet right now. I'll wait and see on that mm-hmm. one. Totally wait and see on that one. Michelle, Deadlani, Divine, Shore Police. I have no idea if I'm getting that right for that collaboration. The Unforgiven. That, that was a mouthful. Diet Sig, The Unforgiven. That is going to be the sweetest, most adorable version of a Metallica song. That guy and girl, I've seen them live in Atlanta. Oh my gosh. Like... It's adorable to watch them. Like, they're going to cover the Unforgiven? All right. Well, whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Zombies featuring DJ Scratch. The Unforgiven. I don't, I don't know. Ha Ash. I'm sure that's something else. And you know I've not heard of them because I don't even know how to pronounce it. Or if that asterisk is covering something. No ha. clue. <laughs> Thank you again also, Joseph, for resubbing on with your prime. Very much appreciated. Always helpful when we get the subs. We're getting closer to the following goal on Twitch as well. Once we get to 1,000, I'll start streaming Rocksmith. We're still going, though, with Metallica covers for the Blacklist. <laughs> the big one has not happened yet. Jose, Jose Madero, The Unforgiven. Moses Sumney, The Unforgiven. Jay Balvin, Wherever I May Roam. Chasing Status, Chasen Status. Featuring Back Row G, Wherever I May Roam. The Neptunes, 
wherever I may roam. John Party, wherever I may roam. <laughs> Sebastian, don't tread on El... Don't tread on else matters. I'm assuming that's a typo. Unless they're doing some weird co collaboration. I could be wrong, though. I'm assuming that's don't tread on me. But don't tread on else matters. Sads balkers. Just smushing the songs together. <laughs> Portugal the man featuring Aaron Beam. Don't tread on me. Portugal the man doing one. That, again, I, I'll put that in that same category. I'll wait and see. Not going to just dump on it, you know. There was ones I'm very excited for so far. Pup, Corey Taylor, Biffy Clyro, Royal, Blo Royal Blood. Even St. Vincent and Ra Rita Sa Sawayama. I'm interested. Ghost, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Volbeat. Don't tread on me. Okay. All That's right, going to be right. bonkers. It's going to make that right. that rough song sound lively and upbeat. And, yeah. That's what I was saying. Get a little rockabilly vibe to it. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. I'm here for it. The Who, through the never. And the Who have already covered Metallica. So I'm mm -hmm. confident they'll do a great job. Great job. Tommy Owo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Through the <laughs> never. Phoebe Bridgers. Nothing else matters. Okay. I, I think that could be interesting. That, yeah. that would fit her. Huh. Th this is probably the big one that people are talking about. Miley Cyrus featuring Watt, Elton John, Yo-Yo Ma, Robert Trujillo, and Chad Smith. Nothing else matters. The absolute what? <laughs> what a ragtag group covering Metallica. I Ma mean, now Miley Cyrus and like Elton John, I get. Yo-Yo um, Ma on strings for a song like Nothing Else Matters yeah. is great. I mean, Rob, yeah. you're going to have Rob, of course, on bass. Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers on drums, you know? Well, holy moly. You know what? All right, all could right. be a big surprise. It could be. All right. Again. I'm here for it. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> it, I, again, like, no one's going to tell me, like, oh, that totally makes sense on paper. It's like, it's a lot, but I can see it working. Because, again, this is a, yeah. ra a ragtag uh, pull names out of a hat group. I was about to say, is Elton going to be singing or is he going to be playing piano? Like, what are they going to be doing? Hopefully both. Yes. So, keep going. Dave Gahan. 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 I don't know. Nothing else matters. Mickey Guyton. Nothing else matters. I'm mispronouncing names, I'm sure. Dermot Kennedy, nothing else matters. Mon Laferte, Laferte, nothing else matters. Igor Levitt, nothing else matters. My Morning Jacket, nothing else matters. I'm interested in that one, actually, because they're going to get weird with that one. And I could see that working somehow. Just pulling something mm -hmm. wildly out of nowhere. PG Roxette, nothing else matters. Darius Rucker, nothing else matters. Hootie. That's right. I only want to be with you. Oh, we have Hootie on the line. I didn't know. <laughs> you gonna hold my hand, Hootie? Earn all they're not gonna do. Oh, sorry, my bad. Why does your Darius Rucker sound like Cher? <laughs> do you believe Cher shows up on this list? I swear. Oh, that'd be looking at all the other names. <laughs> that would be hysterical, and I would be here for it. Also out of left field, Chris Stapleton, Nothing Else Matters. Oh, all right. They're giving them to everyone. Trace, yeah, no joke. Tracer. I don't know if I'm saying that right or not. Nothing Else Matters. Mm. Good Night, Texas of Wolf and Man. Idols, The God That Failed. That'll be a fun one. British punk. Imelda May. Don't know who that is. The God That Failed. Cherry Glazer, Glazer? I don't know. My Friend of Misery. I'm not going to lie to you guys if I don't know who they are. So, eh. <laughs> Isia, My Friend of Misery. Kamasi Washington, My Friend of Misery. Rodrigo E. Gabriela, The Struggle Within. And that ends the long list of planned covers from many different, over 50 artists covering Metallica songs from the Black Album, entitled The Blacklist. 
I love how like certain songs have so many different people covering it. Mm -hmm. And then you have one song where only one band is covering it. And then those last ones are just like, yeah, we'll do that one. But then obviously Enter Sandman, you know, is going to have a long list. Sure. Nothing else matters. Going to have a long list. I'm like, did they just like, did they allow them to pick which ones yeah. they wanted to oh, do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I didn't know if I was like, we think that you would do good with this. No, because they wouldn't have signed okay. it that way. Because sad, sad But True has a ton. Um, I'm excited for, like, there's like 10 on here that I am totally excited to hear and see what they do with. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some that I have no clue who they are. And there are some that have me questioning things like, okay, how are you going to pull this off? Right. Say what you want. That's good. That gets people talking, and that's something special for a 30th anniversary. Yeah. Again, this will be a box set if you do want to spend the big bucks to get this big legendary package. I'm sure they'll have special stuff for. I don't know if I would do the box set personally because what if a half of these covers are terrible? (laughs) Yeah. But then again, I don't have Black Album on vinyl yet, so if they do a special thing and it's cheap enough, eh. But again, this is something where we could like for... They might be leaking some of the songs over the course of the summer. And like, we'll play mm-hmm. them on new, and I will play them on new music night when they appear to make sure they have them. Cause there are ones I'm excited about. I still want to hit up Corey about that. Cause I think that's cool. Pup, you know, Biffy Clyro, mm-hmm. Royal Blood, and many, many more. The Who, Volbeat, Ghost, Diets, Diet mm-hmm. Sig could be like a sleeper just cause it's going to be so not Metallica sounding, which will be, which could be good, you know. Yeah, Phoebe Bridgers and the Miley Cyrus uh, cavalcade. I don't even know what else to call that. So that being said, um, I know someone in the chat on YouTube chat brought this up earlier, and I did see a little bit of this in some of the announcements pages, like on social media. Boy, oh boy, are there a lot of people not happy that Miley Cyrus is a part of this. Gonna be people that are pissed off no matter what she does. Like it's insane how. The, people just respond to anything she does. They're just mad that she's actually incredibly talented. The fact that um, Hannah Montana is going to be working with Chad Smith and Rob and Elton John to cover Metallica has a lot of boomers and Chads very upset. It's ridiculous. It's bad. Like, I'm not just talking like, oh, she's going to suck. No, I'm talking vicious mean-spirited, malevolent, hateful stuff that's being posted about her right now. How dare she defile the blah, blah, she's not worthy of blah, 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 that type of stuff. So. She's more than worthy. Um, per- yeah. Like, compared oh. to, to other musicians. Oh, like. perfect comment in the chat on YouTube. Miley rocks harder than a lot of bands nowadays. Got that mm-hmm. right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Works a lot harder, too. Yeah. Way harder than a lot of bands nowadays. Again, she well, has the assets to do so. She has the resources, but still, yeah. she's put in and the it, effort. And it's rough because a lot of Disney stars, like totally off track, but a lot of Disney stars have that problem of trying to break the mold mm-hmm. that being a Disney star put them in. And so they just see her as, oh, that's Hannah Montana that's yes. going to like perform these big things with these big hits. Well, first of all, don't forget who her dad is. Like, she comes from a line of musicians. Yeah. Like, her <laughs> brother, too. Her brother was a musician for a bit. Yeah. Probably still is. So, um, I mean, also, so. and, like, I agree with when people say, oh, remember that time she did that live cover of Nirvana? It was one of the worst things ever. Yeah, it was. But that was, like, yeah. a one or two time thing. That was not a recorded in-studio thing that was meant to be sold, guys. That was just her having fun. Even I mm-hmm. can argue that. She's done covers since then and made her own versions of stuff. And they've worked. So I'm to- yeah. I, I totally give it a chance. If it sucks yeah. in September and people say it sucks, fine. I at least get that. Don't throw it under the bus now, yep. guys. There's a great chance this is going to be really well done. El- you mm-hmm. don't get Elton John and Chad Smith and, and Yo-Yo Ma in the studio yeah. to work on this together, and it's half-hearted or lazy. It's not going to be mm-hmm. that way. Come on now. Yep. That's done. So moving on. Also, I think I said before, September is when that's coming out. So I'm sure they'll have pre-orders. All the information on that when, is that, when it's announced. Moving mm-hmm. on from the Metallica news, because I know the Metallica fanboys will have much, 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 much more to say if they ever find this podcast on YouTube. Uh, uh, so that's just how they are. <laughs> I don't know how, what else to say about that. So moving on, however, to other news. 
It broke earlier that Fieldy from Corn will be taking hiatus from Corn, from touring, from being with the band for a bit. Not leaving the band permanently, hiatus. He made the statement, I want to say yesterday, and I'll read the quote right now, just so that way I'm not paraphrasing anything inappropriately. But this was Fieldy's choice. Mm-hmm. From a quote on social media that he earned a press release that he said that was spread all through social media. To all Corn fans worldwide, the past six years I've been dealing with some personal issues that at the time have caused me to fall back on some of my bad habits and have caused some tension with the people around me. It's been suggested to me to take some time off to heal. I'm going to respect what was asked of me and take that time. Unfortunately, you will not see me on stage with my band. I will be working towards getting the bad habits out of my system. In the meantime, I will be staying creative to keep my mind and soul in a good place. I'm thankful for all of your support, patience, and understanding, as we all have something that we deal with. Jonathan, Monkey, Ray, and Head, I love you, and I don't want to bring any tension or bad vibes to the circle. Fieldy. Now. Hmm. The reason why that's a big deal is, number one, this was a big shock. Fieldy's been with Corn forever. And number two, Fieldy's style of bass is crucial to Corn music. The sound of every Corn song is unique or because of Fieldy's bass, that metallic, chunky, thick bass, slapping and hitting the metal and things like that. And that's a big, those are big shoes to fill. And I'm sure they'll find someone on the road to make sure like filling in for that really just fine. Guys, that's hard shoes to fill, but he's doing the right thing. He is. If it was going to get worse, if they go on the road again, Korn's another band that lives to the road, you know, and they were planning a big tour uh, right out of pandemic for this fall. And fortunately, we found out that Korn, Jonathan Davis, Head, Monkey, Ray, total support of it. This is not uh, ill-wishing or like bad vibes type thing. Korn posted on their social media, and I'll tell you what, I'll share right here and zoom in. Loudwire caught this as well. They posted a photo of Corn with his bass behind the set. We love and support our brother Fieldy. Health and family always comes first. That's, mm. that's it. That's it. That's all yeah. that needs to be said. That's it. We don't need... We, Fieldy does not owe us more of an explanation than that. He does right. not. The fact that he came out public and said all that and explained why and made sure everyone was on the same page and was clear... You know what? I'm fine with it. Now, some of you might be uh, might have made the joke already, and this is only in an attempt to break the mood a little about some unfortunate news with Fieldy. Maybe Fieldy was anticipating this tour with Stained and said, "Ooh, you know, oh. I don't feel good, guys. Maybe I should take a few months off." There, <laughs> I made the terrible joke for you. Oh my. Gretchen laughed, which means she thought it was funny, too. I mean, not wrong, but... Korn is such a fun band live. Fieldy will be missed on stage for sure. He has a presence on stage. He knows how to play and entertain and get with the songs. He is a showman just like uh, Jonathan Davis is. So, yeah, he will be missed. You know what? Can't fault it. Can't. And this way, we'll get to see Korn again. Because Korn is not going to be a band... That ever calls it a day on the road. Something Mm -hmm. crazy would have to happen for that. So we'll find out more as more goes on. Hopefully in a few months, maybe next year, probably we'll get a new corn album and another tour because we might see corn on those spring festivals. We might. Yeah. Who knows? So best of corn, best of fieldy. We'll see them on the road. They're going to be at uh, Blue Ridge Rock Fest. So, yeah. Someone on YouTube, well, to be honest, Stain would make me rethink everything in my life. Yeah, I know. And I know Krabby Uncle Aaron has been saying some more wildly insane stuff lately. I just, I can't, guys. I can't. It's just, ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> ugh. The other band members of Stain must have the patience of saints. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. So I won't, I won't harp on that anymore. I'll just leave it at that. So. Another question someone asked, who do you think should replace him for this tour? No idea. I mean, there are so many touring musicians and stuff like that. And Korn would have so many people at like 
uh, phone calls reach, you know, for people that are wanting to yeah. fill in. The thing is, though, Fieldy's sound is so unique in how he plays. That's what's mm-hmm. going to be different, but they'll figure it out just fine. Everyone's going to understand. So, someone on Twitch just said, and when, uh, and when Fieldy comes back, if he does come back on this current tour, they can go to him. It's been a while. Terrible. It's been a while. Awful. Wouldn't shock if Rob Trujillo's son does it again. Fair. So, you know what? Mike Mushock deserves better. Yes, he does. The guitarist from Stand, he does deserve better. He has another band he plays in, so hopefully he'll put two and two together, but probably not. Whatever. So, one quick story that I do want to talk about to uplift everybody. The first sellout full audience show at Madison Square Garden in New York City happened with Foo Fighters. That is a mm-hmm. great sign that everything is opening up. And there was a lot of that happened. Foo Fighters had a special guest sing a song for them. They did a cover song of Radiohead, Radiohead's Creep. And do you know who they asked to do a special guest vocals on that one? You'll never guess if you don't know. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah, I would not have guessed that. Exactly. So that happened at Madison Square Garden. Apparently, it was a great show. Everyone loved it. I... For one thing, that's a great way to introduce things again because Foo Fighters made that whole album about like trying to get out of um, the situation we were in with pandemic and breaking through and things like that. So you know what? That's fine. I'm hoping to see them in August. I don't know if I'll get approved or not to shoot it, but I'm going to try no matter what. Foo Fighters are a blast live if you've never seen them. I just wanted to point that out there. I just think that's so random because that's what Foo Fighters do. I remember at Rockville 2018... um, Foo Fighters just brought out John Travolta for no reason, just to come on stage and say hi to everyone because he lives in Florida. Just randomly John Travolta walking on stage to say hi to everyone. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Dave Grohl doesn't care. He can do whatever he wants. That's true. So, yeah. They'll be on a little mini tour this fall with Radke. Not Ronnie Radke, but Radke the band. The I am. <laughs> Not Ronnie Radke. Yes. Don't get it confused. Just making sure everyone's aware. And that will be going through some towns in the Midwest, and they'll have some more, some more from that. Thank you for the super chat, by the way. Um, possibly flying out to see Rockville, going to see Corn and Stain, Slipknot, Gore. Oh, just the concerts. Good. There's a lot of concerts coming up this guy. So we're going to announce more tours going on that got announced this past week, a.k.a. yesterday. Because, again, mm-hmm. I apologize if there's a bunch of a t- tour or two that I missed. Yeah, I'm aware that I'm going to miss some stuff. There's no way I'm going to be able to catch up. So I'm going to go through as many as I can. Um, if you follow my socials, though, I always do press re- like post the press releases when I get them. Um, Anna, who helps me run the Facebook page on my website, she posts them too. So we always try. Thank you again for the super chat. Moving on. Um, one announcement and then a big... Do we do the... Gretchen, your call. Should we do the announcement first? The announcements for a new album first or Hellfest first? And do Hellfest. I think that's a good call. I was kind of hoping you were saying that one. So, for those who are not aware, Hellfest has returning. The 10-plus year festival in Clisson, France, which is the massive European festival, in my opinion, for metal. Rock and metal. They upped the ante. Since 2020 was canceled. Oh, no. 2020 was canceled. Since 2021 was canceled. And 2020, what am I talking about? Yes, it was. 2020 was canceled and 2021 was also canceled. They decided 2022 will be the year for Hellfest. They were fed up and said they're going to actually do so much for this one. Normally, it's a three or four day festival. It was planning on being four days in 2020 before the world shut down. And then 2021, they found out they couldn't do it either. They decided to make it a two weekend event. Three days of June 17th, 18th, and 19th, and then four days, June 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th. Now, why am I telling you all this and how big this is going to be and how massive this festival already was? The reason I'm saying this out loud a little bit is because there's no way we can go over every band on the list because there's too many. Mm. I have the lineup right now. I'm going to try to go over as many of the headliners and stuff like this. Um, this is a situation where you either pick your weekend or you stay in France and then 
like the off days and then come back to Clisson, which is roughly three or four hours away from Paris. So the first weekend, we'll do this. I want to cover up just so that way I'm doing this a little bit more dramatically. I'll cover the... Dramatic. Yeah. I don't think I'll be able to do it that dramatic this way, just the way it's laid out, but that's okay. So day one, Friday, the 17th of 2022. And again, the first weekend is all sold out. Unfortunately, there might, they probably will release more tickets. So this is like a 60,000 plus festival. There's usually Mm. that many people that go every week or every year. So number one, headlined by Deftones will be closing out the night on main stage one. Also featuring Dropkick Murphys, The Offspring, Frank Carter, The Rattlesnakes, The Distillers, and more. On main stage number two, two main stages, Volbeats. And then Five Finger Death Punch, Opeth, Mastodon, Shinedown, Leprous, and more. Then, on the other four stages, if, I, if it'll let me scroll down. There we go. Suicidal Tendencies, Power Flow, Youth of Today, Electric Wizard, Baroness, High on Fire, Witchcraft, Obituary, Death to All, At the Gates, A Bath, Rotting Christ, Seth, and many, many more all on the same day. The reason why I'm going over some of these on so much for the first day is because when Gretchen and I saw this when it was announced at the end of last week, we literally said, day one is Luke and Gretchen Fest. Yeah, I need to stow away in someone's uh, suitcase just for that day. Gretchen and I just were talking about if like money and time were not an issue. Uh, yeah, we would go for that first weekend. Because yeah, especially since three of my five, my top five favorite bands are playing on the same stage, like and two excuse of excuse me, and two of my favorite bands are playing there, including Deftones, who are closing out the entire night. Dang guys, that's mm-hmm. why we called it uh, Gretchen and Luke Fest, pretty much. And that's yeah, just just, that, just that one day. Yeah, and then the other days are no slouches either. Saturday the 18th, headlined by Faith No More, returning Faith No More, who will also be opening a little bit of a mini tour this year in the States. Megadeth, Rival Sons, Deep Purple, Airborne, Steel Panther, Ailstorm, The Darkness, Social Distortion, Anti-Flag, Agnostic Front, Envy, Mono and the Joe Coyle Quartet, Sepultura, Sacred Reich, Floatsam and Jetsam, and more. This is probably the more European-centric... lineup of everything and it still has a mm-hmm. lot this is more metal centric but at the same time for everyone that's aware they break up the bands by stage and sound there's like a punk stage there's a death metal stage there's the two main stages so that's how that's they so cool yeah they do a good job with that there's a reason why hellfest is going on for 10 plus years and everyone raves about it from every country like i know photographers that have worked hellfest from here in america and over in europe and they say it is the trek it is worth it even though it is a hassle to get to it's always worth it so mm-hmm. Day three, headlined by Avenged Sevenfold, returning Avenged Sevenfold to close out day three. Also featuring Corn, Code Orange, Ginger, Lacuna Coil. On main stage number two, Judas Priest, Running Wild, Down, Battle Beast. Also featuring on that day, Walls of Jericho, While She Sleeps, Counterparts, Killing Joke, Perturbator, Life of Agony, Red Fang, Devin Townsend, by request, I'm not sure if that's going to be special, unique lineup or set list, but whatever that is, Coroner, Dying Fetus, Watane, Alcest, Beelzebubs, and more. Again, there's a lot on that one, too. The main stages have a lot of, like, legacy stuff. Event Sevenfold Returning, and Corn, and Code Orange, and Judas Priest, there's a lot. There's a whole lot. In just that weekend. And that's only the first three days. That's nothing on the second weekend. So, as this is going on, and I see a lot of people talking about this, is everything frozen for you, Gretchen? No. Is everything on the streams up still? Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, chat stopped. So it's like, did I stop chat or? Mm-mm. Okay. It's still going. Okay, thank God. Gonna have me a little panic attack. <laughs> All right. The second weekend, and this is where it gets bonkers too. Thursday, the 23rd, and this is where the added weekend comes in because the second weekend was not supposed to be there. Scorpions, European legends, also featuring Whitesnake on the main stage with UFO and Thunder. Main stage two, 
featuring Wardruda, Wardruna, sorry, I mispronounced everything, Halloween, who just released their comeback album, another comeback album, Danko Jones and Tyler Bryant in the Shakedown, and then also on Thursday, day four technically, Rise Against, Of Mice and Men, Turnstile, Hangman's Chair, Lowrider, Theory, Septic Flesh, Zeal and Ardor, and High Lung. High Lung's an amazing visual band as well. So, mm-hmm. that's Thursday. And this is the fun one I also want to say for Friday, and I'm going to make a little special note about this as well. Friday, the 24th, Nine Inch Nails, Ministry, Skinny Puppy, Killing Joke, Health, all on the same stage. That is an industrial fan's dream in France. Also featuring on stage two, Alice Cooper, Megadeth. Megadeth sticking around for a second weekend performance. Creator, Dragon Force. And then also, besides the two main stages, on day five, Bad Religion, Goldfinger, Atari Teenage Riot, Earth, Godflesh, Decapitated, I can never read some of these metal fonts, (laughs) Deeds of Flesh, and many more. Enslaved as well. Again, I can't go over every single one. I also want to point out on the special one for Friday, Nine Inch Nails curated that main stage for them. They actually got with Hellfest and said, Hellfest pretty much said, what would it take to get you over here and get you on the main stage for a lineup? And they said, well, these are some bands that would be great to have on the main stage with us. And they went out mm-hmm. and got it, like the talent buyers and producers for the fest said, okay, they worked on every single band and they got everyone they wanted. Ministry, Skinny Puppy, Killing Joke, Health. So... That Friday is going to be bonkers in France. I don't think I could survive it. There's going to be so many chemicals and drugs in the air. Holy crap. You want to talk about like a 24-hour rave in the middle of France? That's going to be it. It'd be great. It'd be amazing to see, too, as a photographer. But you better believe I'd want that barricade there. Yeesh. Day 6, Saturday the 25th, headlined and closed by Guns N' Roses. Also on the first main stage, Airborne, Miles Kennedy and Company, Gary Clark Jr., Aaron Jones, and more. On main stage number two, which I think is awesome, Nightwish and Epica, both on the same stage. Also Diamante, Gloryhammer, Symphony X, Blind Guardian. I think that's awesome to have Nightwish and Epica both on the same stage as well. Mm-hmm. Also on the other stages for day six, The Exploited. Discharge, Touche Amore, The Rum Jacks, Stereotypical Working Class, Converge, Blood Moon, Catavar, Villagers of Aya Noana City. I don't even know what that is. There's so many. I don't know. Catatonia, My Dying Bride, Flesh God Apocalypse, In Extremo, Moon Sorrow, and many more. Again, the temple stage is like the black metal, you know, extreme metal type stage. Right. So. But yeah, Guns N' Roses closing out another festival. I do wonder how that's going to go. And that's not being me. That's me being honest, too. So I was about to say it's going to it's going to prolong uh, the closing because, you know, because maybe like 45 minutes late because Axel Rose refuses to keep a watch. Yeah. And, you know, the rest of his band is there ready to go. And yes, they are. Like, oh, I'm a flying. Y'all take the car. Well, he's, he definitely was not doing vocal warm ups when we saw him. Oh. And again, everyone else said like they've seen better performances, like when they've seen them the past few years. Great. So I hope that's the case because we did not get that I'd, for us. I was about to say, I'd love to be proven wrong. Yeah. And like that was a, an anomaly. Yeah. And that's what people are telling them. us. And that's what many people have said for us, too. Because other people did say he was bad that night. So you know what? Maybe that yeah. was just it. It was an extreme weekend with terrible heat and bad condition, whatever. But finally, day seven, the closer of Hellfest to be closed by none other than Metallica, which I totally get. Also featured on the main stage, Black Label Society, Avatar, Alien Weaponry, Spirit Box, and more. That's a fun main stage. Yeah. On main stage number two, Sabaton, Bring Me the Horizon, and more. So Bring Me the Horizon coming back as well. Also featured on day seven, the final day, Hatebreed, Suicide Silence, Terror, Lionheart, Crowbar, Monster Magnet, The Obsessed, Thou, Carcass, Napalm Death, Merciful Fates, and many, many more. So now you see why we couldn't go every band, because there's literally, as I zoom out, so many. Everyone I've talked to that's been to this festival, they got a lot of research. Like, I did a lot of asking around 
about how it's like to work it. Um, for photographers, there's so much media and photographers there. Like every photographer only gets one song per band. Now, sometimes you'll luck out because sometimes you'll get a band like Event Sevenfold or something like that who has long songs. And it's like, hey, not a big deal. Other times you don't luck out. But for what everyone said, even with that stipulation, everyone says it's still worth it. If I had all the time and resources and money in the world, yeah, I'd probably go. For that first weekend. I don't know if I could do two weekends, but the first weekend. That being said, I... it's the other side of the world. And all I can say is if you're in Europe and it's feasible for you to go, you need to go. And also, if you're willing to make the trek, it's worth it for you especially if you have tickets because a lot of the tickets that were purchased for the last two years have carried over. Hellfest made good on that, which I say good for them. So Gretchen, any thoughts on Hellfest in general? I mean, it's one hell of a lineup. <laughs> um, sorry. My, my bad. Did you do the foghorn for me and I can't hear it? I know you love me because you knew exactly what sound effect I played. <laughs> and I can't hear it on my end. That's correct. Gretchen can't hear the sound effects on the way I have it set up right now. but No, she but knew, I, just, she, I just knew she, from the silence. She knew what she earned. <laughs> hey, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. But yeah. Um, but I think it's fantastic. I wish we could go, especially that first day. Um. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> also, to see Avenged again yeah. would be amazing. Oh yeah, there's bands on every day that would make it worth it. Um, they also found out like they don't start till later in the day. Like they don't start till like two in the afternoon. They just go throughout the night, like till midnight or something. Oh my god. Which makes which I think is interesting, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Again, like I've talked to Gretchen about this too. I already have one plant hopeful vacation if it does happen that i've had my heart set on for years which is a once in a lifetime but if something like this comes up and i could go then yeah of course i would go but again i could not do all seven days and it would be an adventure and a journey but at the same time i do feel like health and health will be back the year after too but this looks like an amazing lineup regardless of what type of music you're into if you're into rock or metal you will find something mm -hmm. you love here so Especially since day one has three of your favorite bands. I'm sure that'd be the day and weekend you would want to go to no matter what. I was about to say, like, my top five favorite bands. It's like I told you, any festival that has just one of them would be great in my book. Uh, the fact that this one has three of my top five in one day, I, I wouldn't be able to contain myself. So what's going to happen if... Shinedown plays at the same time as another band that you like. Well, it depends on the other band. I'm joking because I know Shinedown's going to take precedent. Yeah, I, I know. I was say, yeah. <laughs> What's nice, though, too, Deftones closing out night one also, so that way no one takes over their time. Like, okay, makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let us know what you guys think about Hellfest on social media and stuff. I've been sharing out the news and things like that as well, but. Yeah, I think that's bonkers. Even Sunday night, like Event Sevenfold, Corn, Code Orange, Ginger, Lacuna Coil, all on the same stage. And on the other main stage, Judas Priest. Come on, that's awesome. Not to mention the mm. many others. I wish I had the map saved, like the map of the park, like they tear up this town for, just to put this out there. It's so great looking. So definitely worth checking out. Moving on from Hellfest, we'll have more information if that does develop, because I'm sure there are, they did say they're going to add more bands that haven't been announced yet. But moving on from Hellfest, there's other news that happened that was not festival-related. One band that announced a new album coming out will be Bullet For My Valentine. Their album will be coming out this fall. They released their new single, Knives, um, this past week. We played that on New Music Night. It'll be their self-titled album coming out October 22nd. And to be honest, look at, based on Knives alone, it is, this is much better than their previous album, Gravity, which had them embracing the beep boop remixing deeply and this feels like much more of a return to what they're known for so take that for what it's worth but bullet for my valentine has new album october 22nd they're self-titled by spine farm the new single knives available now on getrock.net and all your streaming sites and things like that it'll be interesting to see what they can do i am at least interested to hear what they have so they played download festival as well that just happened 
Also, Download Festival happened with 10,000 fans, which is bonkers to think about. Man, oh man. The fact that Download happened is just crazy. Gretchen, did you see any of the footage from that over this past weekend? I did not. Okay, it was on social media and stuff. But yeah, it looks great. Like Creeper performing mm-hmm. like was one of the highlights people were saying. So many bands able to do pull it off. So yeah, it looks like pretty. It looks pretty awesome. Another tour that got announced: Corey Taylor will be having part two of his Corey Taylor featuring Cherry Bombs tour, heading up a little bit more of the Midwest, through Missouri, Colorado, South Dakota, North Dakota, Colorado again. So if you're interested in that, and you miss Corey Taylor on the first leg. You'll get a second leg before he goes off and does many other things. That's planned. I'm sure he has many tricks up his sleeve, including being a part of that Metallica cover song, doing holier than thou. So, along with that, there have been many, many other tours announced. Hailstorm announced that they'll be doing their own solo tour alongside the Evanescence and Hailstorm co-headline tour. So, if Hailstorm and Evanescence were not coming to your city in the United States, you might want to check out Hailstorm on their socials and things like that, also on GetRock.net, for the additional cities they'll be doing a headlining tour with. So, that's cool to see, I think. I still cannot even remember all the many other tours that came out. So off the top of my head as well, Thrice announced they'll be going on tour with Touche Amore this fall. Might be getting new music for them sooner or later, which is also really nice. I, Thrice is a very underrated band sound with how they, good they sound live, if you enjoyed Thrice. So it's been five years or since uh, their comeback as well, since they truly came back. So something interesting for that. As we move on to the Billboard Mainstream Songs of the Week, we go for the top three, because the top ten would just drive me insane. Every week we go through the Billboard Top Ten Songs of the Week. I would say the top three. These are the top three songs ranked by radio play and promotion through SiriusXM and FM stations. Coming in at number three, Nowhere Generation from Rise Against, which has been out for a while, been on the charts for a while, but it's finally cracked the top three. Coming in, and that's like my least favorite song on the album, which is interesting. But yeah, it's a great album. It's worth checking out, guys. Coming in at number two, Five Figure Death Punch, Darkness Settles In. That's because they came out with the new video. Yes, and I'm willing to bet oh. that will hit number one. Regardless of your thoughts on Five Figure Death Punch, that is another band that Billboard loves. So they will hit number one with this one, most likely. Did you see the video for I have, that? I have not. It it starts off like pretty good for them, but then okay. it like quickly turns to zombies. And then See, I'm like, all right, this has got to be a metaphor for something that they're pushing. The last zombie featured met- al video they pushed out was that insanely tasteless and terrible anti-mask video that they backpedaled on. Yeah. So, so I don't really care about another one. Yeah, I'm not interested in their symbolism. <laughs> Nah. Zombies their symbolism for the entire album, apparently. Uh, you'd have to be dead to like it. <laughs> that was my foghorn for the night, but I won't play it on myself. So, I've earned that right. Thank you. Mm, debatable. And number one, for three weeks in a row, Aaron Jones with the song Mercy. Huh. So it was not a one-week fluke. He's held on to that, one, that number one spot for a couple weeks now. Again, good for him. He is a guy I think is worth keeping an ear to when he has new stuff because he has a new album coming and things like that, or he has a new album out, I don't remember. And yeah, I want to see this guy live because he's going to be making the touring cycles in the U.S. this fall, and he's going to have a lot of other good stuff coming. So you know what? I think that's pretty impressive. Good for him. Hmm. Yep. And also I want to say, yesterday I pushed out a new video, an album, or a video about 10 albums critics hated at first and it's got a good reception so far and by that it mean it only has two dislikes out of many other likes i got a comment earlier today saying every time i see an ad on one of your videos i'm gonna hit downvote i'm like oh oh no don't watch every one of my videos oh no what will i do but people are responding pretty well and commenting on how crazy some of the Biggest named outlets back in the day really ripped apart some famous albums. I mean, really ripped them apart. That video is on YouTube right now. Gretchen just posted a video today for Piercing Care, if you would like to talk about that really quick. Ah, uh, yeah, posted a video today just uh, for anyone who is into piercings or anything like that. And you've ever wondered, hmm, is my piercing infected? 
or is it just irritated? And in the video, I go over the differences. Very fair. Is Including it... a picture of one of my Pearsons that was incredibly infected and was ugh, gross. Ew. Yeah. But important. Is but it important? Is it blood or gunk? That's one of the questions you should ask. Yeah. Well, if you have either one of them, it's an infection. <laughs> yeah. Both are bad. <laughs> Both are bad. Also, someone just said on uh, Twitch chat, Pitchfork is awful. Yeah, I, I agree. Melody Maker was always, <laughs> someone said Melody Maker was always trash. See, I didn't know about Melody Maker until years after they already closed their doors. But that was like a magazine and an outlet that was around for like 30 years. Again, I had not known about it until like years after they shut their doors and they were, they were like a source, you know? So, but yeah, they were pretty crazy. The um, review they gave for Radiohead was one of the most tactless and just randomly mean things I've ever seen someone write about an album and it didn't even make sense. So mm -hmm. there's some weird ones out there, guys, some weird ones. So someone also just said on YouTube, black album box set and 50 major tours is a lot to process. Almost like 10 Christmas parties after a year of sadness. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a lot to come up with. There's going to be a lot. And I see a lot of people saying on Twitch also thrice are super underrated. They are. I totally agree they are. They're fun live, too. So, I have to say we have a lot of good things to look forward to. I also have mm -hmm. to say, as June is starting to wind up, we really do have many things coming this summer. Please continue to take yeah. care of each other if you have not been vaccinated yet and you're able to look into it now because it's free and they're very convenient to find. We're seeing numbers mm -hmm. go down. We're seeing the world open back up. If you're in Europe, I know things are slowly moving back up. They're kind of in flux right now, but they're still doing better. If download can happen and people are okay, that's a huge sign for the rest of the world. Huge. Mm -hmm. So that being said, as we wrap things up, Gretchen, do you have any words of wisdom for closing out the podcast tonight? I do, actually. Yay. Well, so you know how the saying is, the grass is always greener on the other side? Yes. No, the grass is greener where you water it. So just keep that in mind. Stop looking that ahead at what's not yours. Look where you are in the moment. Water what you've got. And be happy and grateful. Very fair. Very fair. Very well explained, too. So great job. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys again for tuning in on YouTube and Twitch. Thank you guys for listening on the podcast forums. Thank you all. We will see you on Sunday night for New Music Night. We will also see you next week on Tuesday. I will send a raid on Twitch. If you're listening on Twitch, please stand by. Thank you guys again. Gretchen, go ahead and say goodbye, unless any pets of yours are there and have anything to say. Uh, I thought Ivan was going to say something earlier because he kept looking at me, but then he just kind of looked sad at me like, hi, Ma. I missed you today. Well, it looks like we need to give Ivan some attention. So thank you all again. Everyone say bye, Ivan. And I will send a raid to someone else on Twitch. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week and Sunday for New Music Night. Bye, everybody. Yeah.